Warning, this episode contains adult language, mature situations, historical family drama, mysterious powers, a cruel but kind love interest, the latest manga news, and a protagonist that you want to root for. Remember to like, share, and subscribe. Listener and viewer discretion is advised. Spark and Manga Review, episode 529. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Spark and Manga Review. I'm your host, Zen, saying konnichiwa, aloha, bonjour, and what's up? Hey, it's Greta. And we're back again for another fun episode of this awesome podcast you can find at www.spyarkin.com. We're also on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Spotify, YouTube, and various other social media sites, right? Yes. Yes, and remember to hit that subscribe button and click that bell for notifications. And that way we should actually get to it because this episode is kind of an interesting one because last week was a little weird, a little different. That was, well, let's be honest. It was one of those mangas that was really cool, but kind of strange and odd. This one's a little different, but... And you're very excited about it because you've been watching the TV series. And reading the manga. There's also two movies. I must watch them. Yes. and a couple There's a live things. action, too. Yes, yes, there is. That's one of the movies we're talking about. But let's actually get to it because if you remember from the last episode, we spun that one that only the Wheel of Manga and it dictated us to be reading a manga that was written by Akumi... Agitogi. And I kind of like joked and tried to tried to intentionally get it, and then I actually spun it. Yes, you did. And the art for this is by Rito Kosaka. Um, who did the character design on this? Tsukiho. Tsukioka. Uh, and that's the person who did the art design for the light novels that this is based on, because it's based on a light novel series. I know, which is nice because the, the design, the characters, they're super consistent. And they're very elegant in this. Uh, there is some slight differences in the story, but we'll get to that in a bit when we get to it. And this is published by Square Enix Manga. Yes, the people who made Final Fantasy VII and all the other RPGs is into manga. And this is one of their releases. It's actually originally released in... Ganja Online. Yes, Ganja Online. Uh, interesting online magazine, which has some very interesting light novel adaptations. A lot of stuff which is depressed. Uh, the original run for this is 2018 to present. Uh, how many what's, How many volumes do we have? Four manga, seven light novels, and one... Live action movie. Yes. And you have consumed... It's only one movie? Only one movie. That's all that there is. And this is uh, a shoujo series. And we kind of debated about this for a bit. And the genre for this is... Fantasy, alternate, historical romance but not like that kind of romance and also supernatural surprisingly because of a weird twist in the story that you don't expect yeah but but is that supernatural or is that fantasy mm, a little supernatural because it's you had the, the the grotesques are so then is it not fantasy it'd still be fantasy but it's like hard fantasy but this is still soft alt history fantasy so it gets kind of weird but we digress so the original title for this was watashi no shiawase na Kekon, or The Blissful Marriage, but it is known over here as what? My Happy Marriage. Yes. And My Happy Marriage is a wonderfully depressing and amazing story about a young girl named Mio. But it's not that depressing. And Mio's situation is kind of rough because, let's be honest, Mio... Um, when we open up in the manga, she is presenting herself to her new husband-to-be, uh, Lord Kudo, who is a captain in the military. And this manga takes place in an alternative 1800s. Yes. 
where there are some slight differences in the world. People have psychic abilities that are various and various talents. And depending on your psychic ability, that's your your kind of lot in life. If you're super powerful, you are very wealthy. If you're not powerful, you're kind of frowned upon. But there's still like historical accuracy points with, you know, Western cars, you know, some Western wear that's called out a little bit in both the manga and the um, anime. And then there's still like an emperor, like the structure of Japan is still the same. It's just the way they're fighting these grotesqueries, ghost thing, demon it's things. It's pretty much like there's a slight coin flip. It's like someone stepped on a butterfly and the butterfly difference is that people have magic powers. Most people do. Not everybody, but depending on your lot of life, that's how it works. If you have powers, you're treated well. If you don't have powers, you're shunned upon. And Mio is someone who doesn't have powers. And she's from a very prominent family, the Saimoris. And they've sold her off to be married to Lord Kudo, a captain of the guard who's known for being kind of a beast. Uh, he's had 12 different fiancés and all of them have left. And she's a little intimidated by this fact. But more importantly than that, she really has nowhere else to go. She literally has nowhere else to go. The family doesn't want her anymore. They kicked her out. They said, you have to go be his wife. If it doesn't work out, that's on you. Yep. And this guy is handsome. He's rich. He's But he, when he meets her, he's like, yeah, whatever. You're just here. Have, you know, whatever's going on. And we get more into her family story. And it's kind of sad. She's the daughter of uh, the Saimori... Uh, leader and his fiancée, well, betrothed, his, wife. his betrothed mm -hmm. wife, who's from the Utsubu clan. And they were supposed to be political marriage become the greatest thing ever. And she's born and she apparently has no powers. And this is not good because this was a political marriage. But then her mom passed away. Mm -hmm. Fast forward to the dad remarrying his first original love. And they then had a little girl together. So now... Um, there's a sister named Kaya who has pretty much been perfect. She's taught that she is the perfect daughter. She's everything is amazing. She looks like her mother all as well. And the stepmom hates Mio. She like can't stand her. She's the child of the woman who stole her husband. Yada yada yada. It's very much kind of like a Cinderella story. And it's not even little bits. It's like at one point she her all of her clothes are gone. And all she she comes home. Her her mom's dresser You're, is gone. No, not even that. They don't buy her clothes. They just mm. don't buy them for her, like at all. And then all of her mother's things are, are gone. Are gone. And she goes to her her stepmother, saying like, uh, "Kasan, Kasan, mom, what's going on? Where's my stuff?" And her mom's like, "What? You, you're calling me a thief?" And she locks her five year old daughter hits her into a into a warehouse for two days with no food. Yeah. And the only way Mio gets clothing is by hand-me-downs from servants that servants can't wear anymore. But she has a prince. Uh, her prince is her neighbor, Koji, who she really likes. He's from another family. He's so sweet. And he's the younger brother, and he's he's gonna he's being trained to be good. And best case scenario, you know, maybe he'll, because he likes her, and she likes him, maybe they'll get together. And, and it opens up. She's actually, he's come over. He's going to talk because there's a family meeting. It's going to be great. And she's like, okay, we're, well, maybe we'll get married. Things she has hope. Great. She has a glimmer of hope. And 
what happens is that she dreams we'll get married and things will be great. But she's like, no, that's not what's going to happen because Kaya gets engaged to him because Kaya sees that Mio wants him. And so Kaya gets what Kaya wants. And he's a nice guy, but because he's the second son, the Saimori family takes him in. He's going to take on the Saimori name and continue that family line. And the oldest is going to be just dealing with the, this as well. So she's kind of SOL. So, so Mio's say, sister gets to stay in the house that she always grew up in, this big, beautiful house. Her husband's going to be the head of the family. Her life doesn't have to change at all. And we're going to send Mio to this guy who is atrocious, who's known for throwing girls out. And when you're thrown out, that's what's going to happen. There's more going on, which we'll get into in a little bit. But So she's now with this guy who is a beast. And he accuses her of trying to poison uh, him at one point. He doesn't really welcome her. He's kind of rude to her, kind of abrupt. Um, yeah, th- like accuses her of poisoning him. Um, but he, but not outright mean or rude. Just very like... He is very guarded. Because yeah. what's going on is he's dealt with girls who are money grubbing and who are after his fortune. Because he's from a wealthy family and he's very powerful. So... Marry the rich, wealthy guy. Your job is set. And this is a girl who's treating him like a servant would treat a lord. And he's confused by this. And eventually he finds out that she's an abused girl that wasn't trained in etiquette, wasn't trained in anything. And the more he finds out, the more he's like worried about her. And the angrier he gets about how she was raised and how she was treated. Not at her, at the family. And he eventually starts... He's a good guy. He eventually starts reaching out to her. Like, he brings up the fact, you're always apologizing. You don't have to apologize for this. And he sees the beauty within this girl. And it is a great moment. Like, one of the best moments is that you find out that she lost everything. So he takes her shopping. He's like, I'm going shopping. You're going to accompany me. Because he's going really to buy her clothes. It's going to be a great moment. But doing something even better. He buys her a hairbrush. Simple hair comb. And she has not smiled through the entire manga because it's been so downtrodden and depressing. And this simple act brings tears to her eyes and just a huge smile. Because she doesn't think she's worthy of this guy. And everyone sees that. Because again, you have to remember, she was brought up to be shunned by her family and treated horribly and rude. but And treated like a servant, but also not treated exactly like a servant she was servants got in trouble if they talked with her or they were nice to her so she was surrounded by people but never never had a companion never had kindness except for koji but so she doesn't know koji's housekeeper true who but that's something that's that's some more stuff you have to read about but the point is she doesn't know how beautiful and how wonderful she is she so and it's just the moments of seeing it start to peek out and when you see her, the first smile, it's a beautiful image of just her with the comb, just so happy about it. And it's a great moment. And we did say we were going to mention one element about this that was interesting, is the fact that Koji's father had made a deal with her dad for Mio to marry his oldest. Yep. And because... Which is still the same in this time period. Like, the oldest son is a better catch than the second son. Like, that's a thing. Like, she loves the second son who's marrying him, but it's like, she could have done that. But no, he wants the oldest because 
he realizes her family blood, which there's stuff going on, is really important. And her dad's like, is stupid about it. Like, theoretically, Mio's way more... Um, powerful. Powerful, important. Like, marrying a secret princess. It's kind of like the... There's a, an anime from a couple years ago where it was uh, called Maho, Maburaho. Where the whole thing is it's about a world where everyone has spells. It's how powerful they are. And the main character's spells are, you know, it's how many spells you have, that's your entire life. When you hit zero, you die. And the main character has only seven spells. And he's like, this guy's useless. He has no power. But the problem is that the seven spells are distilled from huge families. So he is super powerful. Like, he just does one spell. It covers the entire city. Meanwhile, someone else is like, I have a, I have 100,000 spells. And they're just like little like, ting, bursts. Ting. And the thing is, whoever marries him, their kid is going to be super powerful. And this is the same situation where her kids could be super powerful. There's more going on, but... There's a phrase in there somewhere where they literally say she could be the goose that lays the golden egg. Meaning her child could be... The best of the best. The, the best, best of the best of the best of the best. And that's the thing. In this series, it is surprisingly addictive. It is a slow burn. Don't get me wrong. It is I mean, I can talk sp- about this all day. This is one of my favorites. It is a super slow burn. It takes but a while. But there's little rewards every single... You just keep wanting to read it. And like I said, there is other elements going on because there's currently an invasion of these creatures called grotesques, which... Uh, Grotesqueries. Lord Kudos' uh, platoon fights. So we have this whole war element going on in all the characters with their powers. There's a couple of psychic battles as well. And, and Lord Kudos a total... Can I say badass? Yeah. He's a total badass where he can completely destroy like he's so powerful you don't even really realize it but he can um fight against these things destroy these things really protect Mio. like yeah it's he is someone who is calm when he needs to be but when he he lets himself go it well we're not that's volume three we're not gonna get into that but overall it's a really the manga story is amazing now let's actually get to the and it's really pretty let's get to the talk about it's actually a smaller talk about than you expected it's actually really small yeah so it's pocket size so you can put it in your purse and take it with you wherever you're going you can go outside to a different coffee shop and read this there it is and it's thin and it's actually a little bit smaller than the actual light novels which are the same size and it's got this very elegant look to it It has a really nice hand feel to it it's like a delicate light matte finish unlike with like last week with togo oh we have a cat who's bothering us not bothering joining she's joining in she likes this story as well no her favorite is still um japanese cat history that is her favorite yes that's her favorite show to watch she actually will sit down and watch it but we digress so let's get back to this so happy marriage well done it's beautiful beautiful artwork and i do like the artwork for all the characters and it is true shoujo, as we showed earlier in the images. Uh, Kudo is a bishoujo. He looks very feminine, but he is like... The- but it's also like supposed to be part of the storyline that he's strikingly good looking. But that's the bishoujo element, is that the, all the men look beautiful. There's no one ugly in this at all. Even but that's the- why women want to marry him, not just because he's powerful and he has this great job, but he's also attractive and wealthy and like... He literally has everything going for him. Except his personality where he's supposedly mean. But it's just that he doesn't want to be fond over. He doesn't want... He's not superficial and he doesn't appreciate those who are. So I, I can... I should, no yes. spoilers. 
we were not going to go any further because it does get into some other elements. There is... Uh, and Private message us if you want to know more. Comparatively, though, to the light novel and the anime adaptation, this one is the middle ground because if you read the, the light novel, the abuse that Mio deals with is a little more intense. The anime actually tones it down severely comparatively. It's still bad, but it's not as bad. It's like, oh, she did this. Oh, she smacked her. Oh, she got something. It's not like... But when bad things finally start to happen to bad people, you're like... Yeah, you deserve it. True. You do have to do with that. So, but anyway. So. Should we rate it? Oh, we're, yep. Actually, we're going to get to that. So the production quality is great. Art style is really well done. I think that it's faithful to the light novel's design. And let's actually get to it. So out of our rating, I know what you're going to give it. You are going to give it the highest rating of really, really, really cool. Right? I'm even going to go and say, stop what you're doing right now and go buy this. That's what, that's what you're going to be giving it? Yes. And... My opinion on this is a little bit different because I like this. I really do like this a lot. However, I think that the light novel does it better. I think the light novel does it better. So we can compromise and say, stop what you're doing right now. Buy the manga and the light novel and watch the anime and put the live action on. But the thing is, if you're looking for a non-slow burn, you're not going to be a fan of this. If you want something fast-paced, this is not the one for you. If you're not a fan of romance... This isn't for you. So that's why I'm going to give it a bar from a friend. Don't return our Slawford Pocky. Because it's really good. It's And it's an amazing story. And I like that it's in the Taisho era. And the magic system is great. It's just it, the slow burn will drive some people away. I love it. I enjoyed it. I've already read up to the third one. I love it. I think that the slow burn pays off in, in turn every single chapter. There is something sad. Something good. You move forward. I feel like it's not a slow burn. It's like that... Um, continuous teaser. It just keeps inching forward. There's reward around every single corner, every single page for me. That's a good point. My, my thing is I go, I went with the three chapter rule and that's where it kind of gets a little weird, but it is what it is. Clearly I'm the target but, audience for this. But if you've read this or you are wondering how it is, if you enjoy this, let us know, email us at uh, Zan at spirekin.com. You can tweet us, let us know your thoughts. Or you can email us on Twitter at, or sorry, x at x.com forward slash at Spirekin. We're working on a Mastodon site right now and some other things as well. Or you can leave comments down below if you're watching on the YouTube channel. And with that in mind, let's actually get to something a little more fun, a little more different. We're going to get to the actual uh, manga releases for the week. And we've got some fun ones this week. Let's get to it. So for this week, we've got some really unique stories that came out this week starting off with ayakashi triangle volume five uh this series it recently ended actually this week they said the series is officially done so we're gonna catch up and then that's it uh after that for those of you who are really crazy what came out this week for all the nuts chainsaw man box set yes the box set for all of chainsaw man so if you like chainsaw man you will buy this. It's MSRP is $300, but I think that everyone wants it. It looks beautiful. It's got that awesome cover of Denji and Power on it. I still would have loved to have seen the scene where Power gets uh, stuck by the cops, but digress. Anyway, next we have Kimitsu no Yaiba, uh, Demon Slayer, the Corpse Records light novel, which goes over all the characters. It's a character guide for all of the different characters in Demon Slayer that are not demons. Yep. Kind of cool, kind of different. Actually, even has a whole subject about the people who work in the background, including that one guy who just has been trying to save uh, Tanjiro so much and has failed miserably because they treat him horribly. 
Next after that, we have... Even dogs go to other worlds. Life in another world with my beloved hound. Volume 2. If you are a dog fan, you will like this series. I've looked at it. It looks fun. The fact that they turn the dog into a Fenrir when he's actually just a little puppy is kind of hysterical. Next, we have The Return of Kenshiro. Yes, Hakuru no Ken, Volume 10. We're getting near the end of the series, ladies and gentlemen, and it looks amazing. This series has been great. This is one of the best releases we've had from Viz in a while. The hardcover looks great. Anyway, next, we have... Homunculus, The Omnibus, Volumes 3 and 4. Still one of my favorite series, really enjoyable, and it's one of those ones that's just completely crazy with what is going on. If you, This is one of my oldest reviews. I reviewed this all the way back in episode 35 of the manga, I may go, of the manga review. I may go back and redo it again. We're going to have to wait and see how it comes but this is gets more crazy the artwork is more insane and i think this one is a little more pervy but i digress next we have i can't refuse s volume one uh if you like porn this is for you then we have arena the vampire cosmonaut the light novel volume six this is a continuation of the alt history where vampires decide to help the russians colonize space yeah enough said <laughs> Then we have Jujutsu Kaisen, the official anime guide, volume one of season one. So this is an anime guide for season one. Kind of similar to the Kimitsu no Yaiba Corpse records, but this is specifically for the anime itself. Next we have Might As Well Cheat, I Got Transported to Another World Where I Can Live My Wildest Dreams, volume six. This one, it's made by the same person who made um, Reborn in Another World as a Space mercenary so i'm kind of on the fence about it because that was pretty trashy but the art style is the same one who did the evil i'm an evil lord of a intergalactic empire so art might be great kind of on the fence about that anyway what is next wildest dreams oh sorry raven of the inner palace the uh, light novel volume three yes uh, if you've heard about this series we've talked about it how the anime is a little odd and unusual it gets it gets there. It's a different series, and the concept of the how the Raven of the Inner Court is the the Emperor's extra 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 wife who's just there to tell the future. Kind of cool, but we'll have to wait and see how that goes. Anyway, next we have reincarnated as a dragon hatchling, Volume Four. Eh, no, there is a guy. Then we have. The Girl from the Other Side, Sul Arun Deluxe Edition, Volume 4. This is Volumes 10, 11, and an extra chapter. And this is another hardcore edition, and it looks beautiful. Uh, the Girl from the Other Side sets have been, they look like Bibles. They're well done, and the artwork looks really crisp. It's another one that's doing a really good job. And then last and certainly not least, we have... The Strange Adventure of a Broke Mercenary. Volume 9. And this one looks, well... It's it's straight to a broke mercenary. It's uh, interesting light novel series, a little different, and so the, we only had fourteen titles this week. Not too crazy, right? Yeah, time to catch up on my happy marriage or other things. But let me rank what my I thought were the best titles of this week because there was a lot that was interesting. But here are the ones I thought were the most inter engaging to me. You can agree or disagree, and mm -hmm. let us know your thoughts on which ones you were most excited to see. Which ones do you think are overrated? But my thoughts are going to be starting off with Kimitsu no Yaiba, uh, Demon Slayer, The Corpse Records, because I like the series and it's a really great 
set of it. Next, Homunculus uh, Volume 3 to 4. That omnibus is great, and I am a fan of Homunculus, even though that ending might not hit the landing. Gonna have to wait and see, though. Then after that, we have Arena the Space Cosmonaut Volume 6. This series is actually really poignant and a lot of fun. Uh, the whole twist on it, we're not going to get into, but that is what it is. Then after that, we have Jujutsu Kaisen, the official anime guide, Volume 1. And, hey, it's it's Jujutsu Kaisen. You can't be like, oh, this is a, a, a crappy series. It's like, no, it's an amazing series that is super popular. And if we don't cover it and talk about, you know, just bad things will happen. Because it is Jujutsu Kaisen, even though you really don't like it. It's not my cup of tea. You just didn't like that he was eating a finger. Yeah, that really bothered me. Just a little bit, but we digress. So with that in mind, let's actually get to the last one. And the last one is the one which is a little bit more, well, crazy. We're talking about uh, Raven of the Inner, Raven of the Inner Palace, Volume 3. Yeah, it's another one that's going to be pretty good. So let me know your thoughts. Which are the ones that you're most excited about? Which are the ones that you... Actually, no. Sorry. Girl from the Other Side. Sewell of Rune. Deluxe Edition Volume 4 is the one I liked. Mm -hmm. Sorry. I switched it on the last minute because I have my notes here and then I forgot the image to change it. Sorry, guys. I'll fix that later. But um, yeah, this one looks great and it's a great collection edition. So anyway, let us know the, the ones that you're most excited about. Remember to email us or tweet us. Mm -hmm. And uh, thank you so much for checking out the podcast. We appreciate each and every one of you, every email we get, every every comment we get. It gives me more motivation to keep doing this podcast. I want to do it until an old man who has to read manga with thick glasses and large print manga. We're just going to keep adding on to that once we get there. Old man, check. Thick glasses, check. I don't have thick glasses yet. My glasses are thin. Mm -hmm. But again, we digress. So with that in mind, let's actually get, well, beforehand, remember if you you like what you hear, remember to like, share, subscribe. If you're watching on YouTube, hit that bell for the notification. If you're listening on uh, iTunes or Apple Podcasts, remember to subscribe. Or you can go to our website at www.spirecon.com. You can actually subscribe and listen to us there. And if you enjoy what you hear, you can help us create more fun content for you to enjoy using our Patreon. At patreon.com forward slash Spirekin, we have four tiers with tons of content. I'm still adjusting some things around because someone said that the design was kind of bad, so I'll make it look a lot better. But we've... I also think we should add more bloopers. Uh, we're throwing a couple of those in and a couple other fun things, but we digress. So with that in mind, let's get to the part that you have all been waiting for, and what are we talking about? We're talking about that one. That only... The Yes, friends, the Wheel of Manga, except no substitute. Now, what is the Wheel of Manga? The Wheel of Manga is a Wheel of Fortune with 10 slots on it. And what we've done is we've assigned 10 titles to each of the slots, and we're going to spin the Wheel of Manga. Whatever number it lands on, that's what we're going to review in the next episode of the Spyrokin Manga Review, episode 530. 530 episodes. Can you believe it? Woohoo! It's been quite some time. We've got some great titles on here, and some which are kind of depressing, but we're going to see because we've had people ask. So spin and see you get a good spin. I actually know the one I'm hoping for, and I don't think I'm going to get it, but we're going to see. Oh, we're doing a manga. Bloody Sweat with vampires and other crap. Mwahaha. Not other crap. It's actually really good, apparently, but it is a color manga. It is actually a webcomic. A, a manga. Sorry, manga. It is a Korean manga. 
Is it going to be good? Is it going to be bad? Well, we're going to have to wait and see. We're going to find out. But with that in mind, as usual, I am Zan. I'm Greta. We're gone, so we'll catch you guys next time. And keep reading along. See you later.